You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. This is The Overflow with MC Brooks. Wise man say, forgiveness is divine, but never pay full price for late pizza. This is called Pirate Radio. Here's RG3, he's going to run for the first down, and still on his feet, RG3 is going to outrace everybody. Pull the lever, Unc. Yeah, yeah. I'm in my element like going sign. Niggas know that I'm the coldest one. Get hip to me, cause I'm Mr. Freeze. This victory with a frozen gun. Can't get me to hold my tongue. My vocab be like golden sun. Not your fave like my bros are. But low key, I'm the dopest one. Flow is a gift full of Mr. Lord. And I'm back. And I'm back. And I'm back. That's right. Still not over here, my own music is my intro. And hopefully you all aren't tired of me reminding you all that I am forever going to be excited to hear my own music as my intro to this podcast. But if you are tired of it, well, that's too bad. Fortunately, though, what you're not tired of is another edition of The Overflow with MC Brooks here on GGR, because that's why you have downloaded or just simply streamed this podcast, this episode right here that I am uh, recording for you and that you are listening to I have a couple things I do want to talk about with you all uh, first of all my awesome con 2019 because that was just a few days ago had a couple days to process my weekend my experience there so I do want to talk about that I also want to talk about the fact that my favorite video game character is getting his own movie and it looks like a train wreck. Potentially. And last but not least, the overflow turned one a week ago. So I do want to talk about that because that's that's pretty important. But before I get into any of those things, before I get into any of those, I do want to remind everyone, please go to our website, greatgeekrefuge.com. We have podcasts. We have articles. We're posting content weekly. So definitely go check us out. Uh, share uh, our content with your friends on on your social media. Uh, speaking of which, you can absolutely follow us on all of our social media. Uh, we are GGR or Great Geek Refuge pretty much across the board on Twitter, on Facebook. Uh, we have a Facebook group. If you would like to join and, you know, discuss stuff with me, with Mike, with Rambo, etc. Um, and we're also on Instagram. Like, we're, we're on every social media site that you can think of. So, definitely look out for us there. And, yeah, let's uh, let's get directly into this episode. And let's, let's not waste too, too much more time. So, first things first. Awesome Con 2019. Now, now just to start, I will say, it was a little sour in going to Awesome Con this year. It was a little sour, right? Last year, when going to Awesome Con, I mean, last year was my very first Awesome Con, and I was really fortunate that I was able to cover it as press, which was 
pretty awesome. Kind of makes you feel like a rock star. Kind of like a superstar, you know? You feel like somebody important. Don't really have to wait in lines. You know, you get specialty seating in a lot of the panels and workshops and whatnot. It's kind of awesome, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, you're there to work, of course. But it is cool that, you know, you, you can be close to the action, you know? And I was a little salty this year because, you know, they didn't invite us back. They didn't invite us back to cover them this year. But, you know, no harm, no foul for me, you know what I'm saying? I still wanted to go. I still wanted to support. Uh, there were a ton of great celebs who I knew were going to be here uh, during Awesome Con weekend. And so I'd, I definitely wanted to go to check everything out and just kind of take in the experience, you know. I've been going to conventions since 2005, and I'm still not tired of going to conventions. So I am, you know, I, I definitely made sure to set aside the time to go to Awesome Con this year because, like I said, I really, really, really wanted to check it out, you know. So uh, I got there a little bit late because I was I was there seeing Avengers Endgame uh, prior to uh, the beginning of uh, the beginning of Awesome Con, and uh, it kind of ran a little bit. You know, long, you know, over the start time, which was fine because I, I needed to kill time until my hotel room was was uh, was available. Um, but that being said, I had a lot of fun at Awesome Con this year. I, I, I did. Um, I will say that it didn't it didn't it, like it, it wasn't as exciting to me as it was last year. And, and I don't think that that's because I was just going as a fan and not as pressed this year. I mean. I'm still here talking about it. Like, I'm still going to talk about my experience here. I'm still covering it for GGR, even though it was not in a press capacity. Uh, but this year, I don't know what it was. The The energy just overall kind of felt very differently than it did last year. And I don't know if it's because it's a little bit later uh, than it was last year, or maybe there were less people or I don't, I don't or maybe people were just late getting there because of of end game but for some reason this year that just the energy seemed you know just just not there uh you know I spent a lot of time just walking around you know in between the the panels that I wanted to go to I spent a lot of time just walking around and I don't know I didn't see a lot of great cosplays like I did last year I mean, don't get me wrong. There were there were still some amazing cosplays, and absolutely shout out to everyone who's a part of the cosplay community because it takes energy, it takes work, and it takes confidence to to do that. You know, to to put your costumes and your outfits together, and then to go rock it in public. So, absolute shout out to to everyone who absolutely cosplayed at Awesome Con. I mean, I cosplayed at Awesome Con. I, I broke out my John Stewart Green Lantern again for Awesome Con because you know I I really like portraying that character and you know I, people apparently like me as John Stewart which which is kind of which is kind of cool so um but but yeah like I said the the energy was just seemed a little odd this year you know what I'm saying and, and it's it's unfortunate that I had that feeling because there were a ton of really amazing guests this year. I went to a ton of panels, ton of panels for 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 a ton of people across different shows. And, and I was super excited to just to to go and to just to, to take them in and to just hear everything. You know what I'm saying? So I, I went to the office panel 
which was great. I mean, I, I literally just started watching The Office about a month ago, binged it in about two or three weeks, and it was awesome. It was awesome. The uh, I hope Creed is okay because he, he hurt himself in coming out for the uh, the office panel, um, and so he wasn't able to, to actually sit through it. But Oscar and Meredith were still there, and that was still pretty awesome. They answered a lot of questions, which was which was great. And uh, yeah, it was it was it was really good stuff. I went to the Mike Coulter panel. Uh, you know, unfortunately, Luke Cage was canceled last year, so I really just kind of wanted to hear. Uh, his perspective, his experience in working on the Marvel show, uh, working as the character Luke Cage, and ultimately kind of what, you know, how did it feel to know, you know, to put all this effort in and for, you know, for it to be canceled so abruptly, especially after a really strong second season. And it, and it was also dope because Theo Rossi, who plays Shades on Luke Cage, was also at Awesome Con. And so you kind of got... Uh, you, you got different perspectives about the show and where it was going and whatnot. I mean, both obviously wanted it to continue. It was just really unfortunate that that was not the case. Uh, so that was that was really cool to see. Um, I did get to see uh, Zach Callison, I think is his name, who plays Steven on Steven Universe. Going to that was, was dope. That was really dope. Um, you know, I'm a huge Steven Universe fan. I didn't do the episode on Steven Universe that I wanted to do to talk about the, the season finale. Um, and who knows? I might I might do it. I might do it prior to, you know, this movie that's coming out and prior to season six coming out. So who knows? I might I might do that down the pipeline. But that that was cool. And, and the great thing I really enjoyed about Zach's panel was the fact that unlike a lot of panels, you know, many of them, I'm calling them panels. They're really Q&As, but whatever. Uh, unlike many of, of the ones that I've been to, a lot of times the celebrity guests will, you know, there will be rules that are like, you know, hey, don't ask for a picture. Don't ask me to sing happy birthday or anything like that. And Zach, and I, I unfortunately cannot remember the woman's name who was uh, who was on uh, who was on uh, the on the Q&A with with him. But it was just cool because, you know, they were singing. They, they, they got to sing uh, songs with fans and they got to answer a lot of the behind the scenes stuff. They kind of reiterated the whole, you know, it's not our fault that stuff takes forever to come out, you know, which uh, which which I thought was pretty, pretty hilarious. Um, I did get to see John Bernthal, who, you know, is who plays a uh, who played the Punisher and was also on The Walking Dead. Uh, so th that was also uh, that was also really, really awesome. Um, and last but not least, I did get to see Danielle Panabaker, who plays Caitlin Snow on The Flash. Uh, it was great getting to listen to her talk about her role on the show and then also the new role that she stepped into as a director. Uh, she directed the Godspeed episode. And honestly, I think she did a wonderful job with that episode. And I hope she gets a chance to to do more directorial work in the future because she absolutely did a, uh, did a wonderful job with that. Uh, you know, the, in the exhibit hall at awesome con this year, lots of, lots of good folks in there. Some of the mainstays from the, the year before. Um, but I mean, I, I didn't see a lot that grabbed me. I, I did buy a lot of, uh, a lot of really cool artwork. 
that I am going to have to find the space to put up at some point. It's funny. I, I made a promise to myself. I was like, I'm done buying posters, not buying any more posters. And then lo and behold, I come back with like six. But a couple of them were free. So, I mean, who turns down free posters? You know, who, I mean, who turns down free anything? You know what I'm saying? So got that. And I, I think I've, I think I found room for them. I just kind of have to, you know, put them up. But overall, the exhibit hall was 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 cool. Um, there were some really uh, awesome folks, some really good artwork and stuff there. But I mean, overall, it just like I said, the the energy at at the con this year was just kind of weird. Um, it just it just didn't seem like there was the excitement or the the crowd size that I was kind of expecting. I mean, I, I'm not complaining about that. I mean, less people there makes it easier to maneuver. It means I'm not you know I'm not shoulder to shoulder or bumping into people or or anything like that and 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 that's the thing that i absolutely hate going to i mean pretty much any event um i went to broccoli city last weekend and unfortunately i dealt with it there like if i wanted if you wanted to be anywhere near the stage you were going to be shoulder to shoulder and probably hugged up on people you probably didn't even really know so i'm glad that i didn't experience that at, at awesome con this year and uh, unfortunately, I really didn't take very many pictures. Um, I, I, I had brought my camera. I brought my phone. I mean, unfortunately, this year, I just, for some I I just did not take a ton of pictures. Uh, I, I mean, some people did take my picture, which was great when I was in my costume. But, yeah, I, I didn't take a bunch of pictures this year. So, unfortunately, everyone, I, I don't have any photos that are going to go up on the ggr website about awesome con but um who knows maybe next year uh you know next year after a couple of these movies have come out i'll, I'll see some new ones i mean don't be wrong there were some great captain marvels there there absolutely were some wonderful captain marvel cosplays but overall i didn't get very many pictures as far as awesome con was concerned so but I'm going to use a couple to make the graphic for this episode. So no harm, no foul. You know, you if you, if you all really want to see the, the five pictures I took at Awesome Con, then, you know, by all means, hit me up. I will, sh I will share them. Or you can just look on my social media. I'm, I probably will post them at some point. But overall, I did have fun at Awesome Con, D despite... The energy feeling a bit weird this year. Um, I did have a great time walking around. I did think they did a great job with several of the guests who uh, who had panels there. Uh, the, the the crowd was pretty awesome. There weren't any incidents or anything like that. Just overall, it was a, it was a good time. You know what I'm saying? And oh, shout out to Emily Witten because she did she did a wonderful job moderating the. Uh, the panel uh, with Danielle Panabaker, and she also did a great job on her own, uh, on her own panel talking about the comic that her and her her people just released. I uh, can't wait to dive into it. But yeah, definitely shout out to her uh, for that. And uh, just yeah, awesome con was it was cool. You know what I'm saying? It was it was cool. Uh, I don't regret going. You know, it was I felt I do feel like I got my money's worth just as far as the stuff that I was able to experience and the stuff that I got while I was there. 
Um, so I, I will be there again next year. Shout out to the people who run it because obviously it's never easy uh, putting on that kind of thing. But yeah, overall it was it was it was a cool experience. And uh, yeah, I I think that about wraps up all I have to say about about Awesome Con. So uh, yeah, it was fun, and I'll, I'll definitely be back next year. And on that note, transition. So. Sonic the Hedgehog, right? Sonic the Hedgehog is getting a movie. Sonic the Hedgehog has been my favorite, favorite, favorite video game character ever since I was a child. I have memories of playing Sonic 2 on my sister's Sega Genesis when I had to be, I don't know, five years old, maybe a little bit younger. Like, I... I, all, I, all I know is I was very young when I got introduced to the awesomeness that is Sonic the Hedgehog. And I've been a loyal, dedicated fan ever since. You know, Sonic 1, 2, 3, Pinball, Sonic and Knuckles, Knuckles Chaotix, uh, the, the, the Game Gear Sonic games, even the Tails game on Game Gear, uh, Sonic Adventure 1, 2, Sonic 06, uh, Sonic and the Werewolf, Sonic Colors, Sonic Heroes. Like I've, I've, I've done it all. Not the racing games. I not don't really care for those. I even I even did Sonic and the Black Knight. Even even while knowing how bad that, that game was. <laughs> I've been a huge Sonic fan for forever. And so for the longest time, like I, I actually have wanted to see a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. I did think that in this era where everything is getting rebooted and remade and things are, are are you know being brought to the big screen you know hollywood is on this big nostalgia kick right now where you know you're getting a ton of movies that are like hey remember that thing you used to like when you were 10 well guess what we're doing a movie about it and so i you know, like, I, I had excitement when I heard that they were going to do this movie. I've known that, that they were making a Sonic movie for probably about a year or so now, right? And I, I was also excited because I found out, oh, hey, Jim Carrey is going to be involved. And he's going to be portraying Dr. Eggman, which Jim Carrey is fantastic. <laughs> Jim Carrey is fantastic. I, I feel like you could really make a great movie with Jim Carrey as your main antagonist. And so couple months ago we got the original design for the sonic movie and honestly the shit looked like it looked like something out of a horror movie it looked awful awful like i i i, I almost didn't i almost couldn't tell that it was sonic the hedgehog because it really it, it really seemed like they took maybe a regular hedgehog put them on their hind legs painted them blue and we're like yep same dude same dude same dude the 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 just the the, the design was just wrong on so many fronts right and 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 i was disappointed and it kind of it ruined the excitement that I had had as a lifelong Sonic the Hedgehog fan. It ruined it. And then this past week, this past week, we finally get a trailer for the movie, right? 
and it's it's it it looks as as bad as or even worse than you could have imagined like the design of sonic just it just does not look right it doesn't look right like the thing with these movies is sonic has a very specific and a very dedicated fan base and if you know the sonic fandom then you know that we haven't been treated right over the years when it comes to sonic in pretty much any form Sonic the Lost World exists. <laughs> they uh they they made a cartoon that was that was uh, what I've seen of it seemed kind of cool. A lot of people really didn't like. Sonic 06 exists. Sonic and the Werewolf, it exists. Like like uh, uh, we we've gotten glimpses of what good Sonic could be from some of the games that we've gotten. And yet we and and yet you know the powers that be have have essentially treated the fandom like well if he runs fast they'll accept it and they'll support us so in knowing that in knowing that it's really disappointing that the people who were going into this movie did not want to do right by the sonic fandom like I implore you to go go take a look at the design. Go go take a look at the Sonic the Hedgehog design. Because I'm gonna I, I, I can break down literally everything that is wrong with that design. And there's a lot. There's a lot. I've had people argue with me on social media that I'm being too picky about the fact that about the fact that uh, that I'm I'm adamant about the fact that Sonic looks awful, awful. So I, I've got him pulled up now, right? So first things first, he gave Sonic two eyes, which, you know what? I can live I can live with you doing giving Sonic two eyes. That's fine, not an issue. The problem though with the eyes though, his his eyes are too small. His eyes are too small. His his eyes, he has big eyes. He has big eyes. They're almost they're almost anime character-esque. You can't you you have to get that right. You have to get that right. The spikes, cool with. Fur color, cool with. But then you got rid of you got rid of kind of the flesh colored uh the like the tan belly for and made it white you got rid of you got rid of his gloves and he has tiny hands that's not sonic sonic doesn't have small hands to quote my man jerry seinfeld he has man hands man hands all right he has big hands you can't you can't change that then you get to his legs like they they completely bulked up his legs when and, and that was really unnecessary you bulked up his legs he has his legs are skinny anyone who can run as fast as he can run no give him tiny legs and then and then you take away his his signature shoes and you give you put you basically put them in some nikes like for real 
Like we, we can't avoid product placement for one film. Not one. Not this one. Really? Really? That's what we're doing? All right. All right. Cool. Fine. That's what we're doing. And then on top of that, his feet are small. Feet are small. Here's the thing with here's the thing with Sonic the Hedgehog, right? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. The Sonic universe is very unique. It's very interesting. All across the Sonic universe, you have a ton of really interesting characters. You have a ton of really interesting lore and backstory to pull from. Whether you want to go the video game route or whether you want to go any of the, the cartoon iterations, or the anime, the, uh, the, the Japanese movie, uh, the adventures, the, the Saturday morning, one, like you, you have options. There's, the Sonic Universe has a lot of lore and a lot of interesting characters. There's a lot of potential there. If you just get people who want to tell a really good story with an interesting group of characters. Because, by and large, we don't always get that when it comes to Sonic. Like, like the, the, the awesome thing about being a fan of the MCU is that as a Sonic fan, I can look at the MCU and say, you know what? Sonic could do something like that. Like, that's how much lore and backstory the Sonic universe has. You could do something like the Infinity Saga with the Chaos Emeralds or any number of gems that exist in the Sonic universe. Or hell, if you want to go away from the gems, you, you, have, you have so much other stuff that you can pull from, so much other stuff that you can use. If you if you just want to get tell if you just want to make a movie and make it interesting, you could easily turn Sonic Adventure One into a movie. You could turn Sonic Adventure Two into a movie. You could turn uh, Sonic Forces into a movie. Granted, Sonic Forces probably be like a third movie more than a first or second movie, but you could do it. You know what I'm saying? Like you you have material. You could go into the Archie comics and you could pull from any number of comic sagas. If you want, you, you could do the Endgame saga, right? Oddly enough, this is called Endgame considering Avengers just came out. But I say all that to say, like, you, you, you have so much, so much, so much material that you can work with. Or you could, or you can, or you could uh, even, I don't know, make your own story. You can make your own story. You can make your own story. There's a, like I said, lots of stuff to choose from here. Lots of stuff to choose from. Unfortunately, with this Sonic movie, it does look like they're going the kid route. It does look like they're going the kid route with Sonic in that 
they're not really trying to do anything with the actual characters. Uh, they're not trying to do anything like they did in, in Sonic X or any of the games or anything like that. It's essentially, hey, here's Sonic in a place where humans are and he needs, he's going to save the planet. That's basically what they're doing. Because truth be told, they, they, there don't need to be humans in any kind of Sonic universe. There don't. No reason. There's no reason to have, to have humans in Sonic, outside of a, outside of Eggman, and like you know maybe a handful of antagonists. There's no real reason. You don't need to make them. You don't need to make the story about humans. Because again, Sonic Universe is interesting. A lot of interesting people. A lot of interesting lore backstory. A lot to choose from. I've said it like five times because you have so much to choose from, and yet we're getting a recycled plot this movie will have made to made to tv written all over it even though it's coming out in theaters ultimately ultimately the director as i was doing my pre-production to uh do this show the director did come out and say that hey we see all the criticism that everyone has had to say and we're going to get the design right so that when they release their next trailer or their next or or when the movie comes out when they do that and i see that they've gotten it right I'll probably be more excited to see this movie. Truth be told, I'm probably going to go see it anyway. So, But the, 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 the fact that the director acknowledges the criticism and acknowledges that he wants to get it right, for me, for me, says that, okay, you care. You care about this project. You're not just going to allow Paramount to just put anything out there and force the public to accept it because they're the ones who made the film and they can do the character the way that they want to do the character. So, happy that at least that got fixed. All in all, like I said, I'm going to see the movie. Um, I'm really curious to see what they decide to do with it. I'm curious to see if, we, if we're going to get any of the other main-ish Sonic characters who you would expect to see in addition to a Dr. Eggman. Like for example, will Tails pop up at some point? Uh, will we see Knuckles? I doubt we'll see Shadow in this movie. It just, this doesn't feel like a movie that could fit a Shadow the Hedgehog into it, but I'm open to be surprised. I'm open to being surprised. I hope so. The Sonic fandom deserves so much better than what we've gotten over the years. And even though this film just seems like a nostalgia money grab, if they can get the design right and kind of make it interesting, you know what? I'll be okay with it. I'll, I'll be okay with it. I, I do want to see a Sonic movie that is not human-centric. 
a human centered. But if I can't get that, then I'll settle for this. If they can at least get a couple things as far as the design and plot, right? So, I think that pretty much covers all I have to say about Sonic. That being said, transition. So, it's been a year. It's been a year. The overflow turned one. And I'm extremely proud of what I've accomplished in just this year. It kind of flew by quickly. GGR isn't where we started, but I'm glad we ended up here. And, I mean, I, this is, this is it, it just, it's just awesome. A year ago, or over a year ago, told myself I wanted to get back into doing radio and recording podcasts, and, well, here I am doing exactly that. That makes me happy. And I'm extremely appreciative of Mike and the GGR fam. I'm, I'm extremely appreciative of those of you who listen, who have supported me over the past year. All right, I had to pause there for a second. Well, you guys won't know that I had to pause there for a second because <laughs> I'm going to edit that part out. But, yeah, I had to pause for a second because I just had a coughing fit out of nowhere. That was pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. But the last thing I think I was saying was I'm super appreciative of all the GGR family and fans who have supported me, supported this podcast by listening, by downloading, by sharing it, sharing my posts when I post new episodes. <clears throat> you guys sure know how to make a man feel welcome and feel like he has an audience and a voice. And so I definitely want to offer a toast, not to the overflow for making it for, for a year, but also to you all, because without you all, I wouldn't be doing this. Or maybe I would. And I'd just be screaming into the echo chamber, you know. I'd be essentially doing what I'm doing now, which is sitting in a room by myself, talking into a microphone that no one else can hear. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been, it's been awesome. And I do have plans to expand. I have plans for future episodes. Like all my episodes are not going to be just recaps of cons that I've gone to. There's going to be episodes that are more like, more like uh, the Sonic Ranch from earlier in this, and also more like the interviews that I that I was doing uh, in the back half of last year. Uh, definitely going to bring the interviews back. I do have some folks that I want to get on. Um, I, I do want to get on here and talk about the awesome work that they're doing. So that's definitely going to be in the works. And if you all have suggestions, please don't hesitate to hit me up. Let me know what you guys think because I'm always open. I just want to do this and I want to get better at doing this. And yeah, definitely just uh, let me know. I'm always open to suggestions. You know, even though I'm the person running this, even though this is my shit, this is mine, even though it's that. I definitely can appreciate a suggestion or two. So, I don't want to ramble 
too, too much about that. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of The Overflow with MC Brooks here on GGR. Again, go to our website, greatgeekrefuge.com. Make sure you go follow us on all social media. You can follow me on all social media. I am MC underscore Brooks on everything except Instagram. I am Siri Romkiller on Instagram. And uh, once again, thank you for listening. And I will catch you all next month. Peace out. This has been Pirate Radio Network Production Juice Bags. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, boy.